An overview of recovery issue inventory. Purpose. The purpose of this inventory is to uncover any unaddressed issues in regards to the struggle that brought you to recovery. Most often, sinful patterns develop as you try to deal with the pain of underlying sins, hurts, fears, and resentments, or try to manage life without God. Hopefully, previous inventories reveal many of the underlying issues causing your struggle. But in an effort to thoroughly evaluate your struggle, use this inventory to survey any damage caused by your struggle not yet addressed in previous inventories. Use God's Standard You should always examine life using God's standards. Addictions or sinful patterns develop when you substitute worldly things for God's provision or use them as alternatives to God's instruction. Anytime you settle for something less than God's best, or for a path different than one directed by God, damage will occur. Because your sinful nature draws you towards sin and away from God, you are powerless to resist worldly substitutes for God's will by your own strength. This is why Christ died for you and gave you the gift of the Holy Spirit. The following is a summary of God's standard for handling life in this world. Use it to see things through God's eyes and consider how you have substituted your recovery struggle for God's way. God's way to manage life. Love God first. Follow God's ways as described in the Bible. Trust God, not the world or your own understanding. Rely on God to supply your needs by His methods. Trust God to overcome trouble. Ask God for strength, courage, and wisdom when weak. Seek God's comfort and rest when overwhelmed. Trust God with pain and ask Him for healing. Trust God with life and death. Trust God for justice. Love others. Treat them the way you would like to be treated. Be a peacemaker. Be willing to forgive others as God has forgiven you. Use the gifts and talents God has given you for God wherever He places you. Key things to consider. Times you have trusted, hoped in, or used sin to manage life rather than relied upon God. Who and what has been less important to you than the sin struggle that brought you to recovery? Time, energy, thoughts, and resources spent on your sin struggle compared to things valued by God. What you are afraid to lose if you were to give up your recovery struggle completely. People you have hurt through this sin struggle. Do not forget to list yourself and God as those who have been hurt in the who-what column. Understand God's perspective. Who you are in Christ. You are being completely healed. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23-24 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. You are no longer a slave to sin, but free to live in God's will. Romans 6 verse 6 to 7 says, We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. You are gaining God's wisdom and being made holy. 1 Peter 1, verse 14 to 16 says, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy.
You are being transformed to be like Christ and reflect the image of God. Ephesians 4 verse 24 says, Put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. God's Standard Matthew 22 verse 36 to 40 says, Which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. In Matthew 11 verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Philippians 4 verse 19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. In John 16 verse 33, Jesus says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Psalm 23 verse 1 to 4 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Romans 12 verse 17 to 18 says, Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Matthew 7 verse 12 says, So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Questions to help you begin your recovery issue inventory. Use these questions to help start your recovery issue inventory. Though not all of these questions will be relevant to you, some may jog your memory and help you begin. Revisit them if you get stuck. What is the particular struggle that brought you to regeneration? Who referred you to regeneration? Why were you referred? Were there particular people directly affected by your struggle? How were they affected? Beside yourself, whom did your struggle harm the most? Were there particular people who enabled your struggle or participated with you in your struggle? Who introduced you to this particular struggle? Are there specific times, events, people, or feelings that were triggers for your struggle? When your struggle was at its worst, what damage was created in your life and the lives of those around you? List only things that haven't been addressed in other inventories. What subtle ways has your struggle affected you? Obsessive thoughts, fears, perception of God or others, isolation, etc. 
Has your struggle affected other people's perception of God or their ability to trust others? Has it influenced anyone else towards sin? How did your struggle affect you financially? Did it affect your time? Did it affect your work? Specifically, in regards to your recovery issue, what have you loved more than God? Peace, security, pleasure, fun, a person, a dream, material possessions, etc. Did your goals for this life influence your struggle? Do these goals fit with God's goals for you? How did your struggle interfere with your knowledge of God or willingness to follow God's will? How was your struggle selfish? What need were you trying to fill with your struggle? Does Scripture address how to fill this need? What problems are you still experiencing with loved ones or friends because of this struggle? How has this struggle made you feel about yourself, about God? What event caused you to decide it was time to get help? What was your bottom? Are there any events in regards to the struggle that you are still keeping secret? Why? Steps to take as you fill out your inventory worksheet. First, pray for God to remind you of His love along with anything missed in previous inventories. Second, read the scriptures relating to God's standard and the previous questions. Third, if you already inventoried it, you do not need to readdress it. Try to capture anything missed in previous inventories. Fourth, write down events that come to mind. First, list the person in the who-what column, then the event in the calls column. Leave some space between events. Do not worry about filling out other columns yet. Fifth, once you have listed out all of the events that you can remember in the who-what and the calls columns, fill out the other columns one harm at a time. Use Appendix B, Identifying Potential Idols, and Appendix D, Feelings List, to help you complete these columns. Sixth, after you have finished, reread who you are in Christ. Pray and thank God that these sins are in the past, have been nailed to the cross, and that you are clean, holy, and pure because of Jesus. Recovery Issue Inventory Examples My issue of drinking harmed my mother. I caused harm when I crashed her car while drunk. I used guilt, manipulation, and lies to keep her from sending me to rehab. I blamed her. I told her I learned to drink from her and drank when I thought about how awful of a mother she was. How I responded. I used lies, manipulation, and hurt to get out of trouble. I told myself it was no big deal and I could stop any time. I went to my room and drank when I thought about all the ways she hurt me with her own drinking. I considered suicide over rehab. My response was, dishonest with others, vengeful, dishonest with me, blaming others, self-pity, an escape from reality, cowardly, prideful. My response valued, my pleasure, I still love to party, my job, I wanted to keep it, my freedom. I do not want anyone controlling my life, my pride, 
I didn't want to admit I wasn't in control of my drinking. Others' opinions. I do not want anyone to think I am an addict. My issue of codependent harmed my kids. I caused harm when I accepted too much responsibility for my kids' successes and failures. I rescued them, didn't enforce consequences, did homework for them, and bailed them out of jail. How I responded, my worth and identity, how I saw myself, depended upon my kids' success. When they failed, I would try harder and manipulate others, allow kids to manipulate me. I would escape from reality with drinking. My response was, focused on me more than preparing kids for success and failures in life. Prideful, how kids and others viewed me. Overprotective, dishonest, enabling, unrealistic, pain avoidance. My response valued. I wanted to be worshipped by my kids. Others' opinions of our family. My worth and identity found in being the best mom in kids' eyes. My issue of body image harmed my family. I caused harm when starved body controlling calories, excessive exercise. My eating habits controlled family schedule and meals. Lied often about exercise, eating, and clothes sizes. Limited social outings. How I responded. Self-worth and value depends on a number on a scale. Weigh several times a day. Emotionally distant or short with others when eating. Fear that I was sick or fat after eating something I thought was unhealthy. Associate weight with success or failure in life. My response was dishonest, controlling, fearful of weight gain, fearful of failure, misplaced identity. My response valued, my self-worth found in being thin, my opinion above anyone else's opinion, control of my life, I am more reliable than anyone else even God.